So, welcome to another Nine Hertz podcast. Um, it's been a week since we're just saying it doesn't feel like a week since we've been back on air, but here we are. Um, that was the sounds of Zombie, uh, a band that have been around for we've just been talking off air about twenty years, which is amazing, really. But I, I guess I remember seeing them in about two thousand and seven or eight, a uh, long time ago. So, you know, kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, Relapse Records um, uh, put this out. Um, they've been on Relapse for years and years. Um, they kind of um, sort of channel the likes of Goblin um, and that kind of um, film soundtrack sort of thing. But I think this. I mean, what did you make of this one, Pete? Because I, I don't know if you're that familiar with Zombie. Did you ever see them? Uh, I think, it, yeah. I saw it. It's not a band I kind of list too much, but... Yeah, kind of respect them, and yeah, did see him once upon a time. Um, yeah, it's cool. It kind of reminded me of, um, you know, the. I don't mean this disparagingly. The Stranger Things soundtrack, and, and oh yeah, a, definitely. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, and the kind of the composers from that, if I'm right, are in a band called Survive, who are also on Relapse, and there's a bit of that, you know, but and they do kind of similar things. Um, they, they have always been kind of linked with with kind of the metal scene as well. It, it, I'm not kind of totally sure why but you know they always have haven't they did they tour with isis and yeah yeah i think um i think like metalheads by the very sort of nature are sort of curious about film soundtracks and hammer horror and stuff and i think zombie um because they sound a little bit like goblin and, and that kind of soundtracky kind of idea i think that's why they've kind of moved in those circles i don't know if their their drummer's pretty good and I think that's possibly another reason why he's probably in in another few bands as well. Um, but I thought this one was quite a, a not departure by any means, but um, a lot more kind of um, I don't know, like it had a bit of uh, cheese about it, like the, it sort of breaks into sort of rock and roll territory at points. Mm. Um, yeah. Reminded me of the fucking Champs um, a little bit, uh, that sort of widdly solo. Sort of that comes in about halfway through, yeah. really good. So yeah, that was called Breakthrough and Conquer, um, and it's off an album called Twenty Twenty. It's it's not out for a good while yet, but um, there's some absolutely amazing um, vinyl versions of this. So there's like yellow, um, black, and um, the CD version as well. So yeah, um, look into that if you can. And if you've never sort of delved into Zombies back catalogue, there's plenty to choose from. So. Uh, Surface to Air is probably the one that broke them through and uh, Spirit Animals are a highlight from their back catalogue but they seem to have done a compilation um, in about 2015 as well um, yeah it's been about five years since the last album Shapeshift so yeah great stuff um, so yeah as ever we've got nine tracks that we're going to go through um, and uh, yeah we've put some really interesting ones this week I think I say that every single week but it, it's astounding how much good stuff's coming out this year and it, it's it actually is, amazing yeah. that we're sort of able to fill this weekly without too much filler, um, yeah. or any filler really I, so far. I'm finding it easier to do weekly, you know, f- find the things for weekly than I was fortnightly. Isn't that weird? Um, <laughs> that might, yeah, and maybe it's just more time on our hands. You know, we're at home more and therefore listening. You know, able to listen to more stuff. Uh, but I'm not sure it is that. You know, I've, I've always kind of listened to that stuff. So yeah, it must just be a really, really strong year. Um, Hopefully, you know, the one thing I'm worrying about is like, will we have a, you know, will there be a period at some point in three, four months when there'll be no releases because no, you know, people haven't <laughs> been able to record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but maybe not. But I suppose, you know, we're getting into 
uh, fest, you know, like the touring season, festival season. There are kind of rough, you know, um, parts of the year when releases come out, aren't they? So maybe it's timed, timed it in that sense. All right. Possibly, possibly. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, as we say, we've got nine tracks to, to sort of uh, play you tonight. But I mean, um, this next one couldn't be more further from what I've just played, really. So you've picked a band called Tithe. Um, yeah. Absolutely brilliant stuff. And again, uh, we say this a lot, but Portland, Oregon has got such a, a buoyant scene. Um, yeah. And this band of them there as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just clicked that there from there because um, I got to know about this through Tartarus Records, which has right. come out on, which is a Belgian label. So, And I hadn't realised that, yeah, and, and, yeah, another band. I think one of the bands we're playing later from Portland as well. But there you go. Yeah, I, I kind of instantly got this. Instantly felt like it's a mix of everything i like you know all kind of mm. sounds i like and that i couldn't place it you know I, I still can't exactly place you know what is their core kind of genre in in all this mix of sludge and doom and death and you know it, all that's in there and it's hard to actually say what's the overriding one which is the you know the one you know that they kind of launch off from uh and, and not that it matters but you know but what it, what it does say is it, it, it shows that um, they've got an unpredictability, you know, unpredictability about them, and and an excitement, and therefore you don't, you know, you don't really know what's happening. There's a bit of this where I thought it was going into, you know, like portal territory of death metal. Over yeah, definitely. But then actually, yeah. other bits where I thought actually, this is, you know, it's fairly doom, and you know, there's uh, bits like uh, Pyon and all that, you know, all these kind of weird, you know, the, the weird bands of all these sounds as well, not just, you know, not just pulling in, it's, it's the weird, the experimental ones, the ones who, you know, twist it and uh, fuck around with this music so that, it, you know, it sounds strange, bringing the strange elements from multiple genres together, that's yeah. kind of what I think they've done, which makes it a really, um, you know, an exciting record. Yeah, it just kind of... Um... It, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Like this, I just listened to this one song um, at first, and then I sort of went on and listened to the rest of the album a few times. And yeah, it's just um, it, it's one to unlock. It's one to kind of spend a bit of time with, I think, as well, because like you say, it just kind of pulls on so many different influences and so many different styles, and does them all really well. I think that's the key. It's it just sort of uh, you can yeah. tell they're having fun with it as well, which I think is always a plus point. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, there's a yeah. lot of passion, a lot of passion. Yeah, there. and like great artwork, you know, which kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like a an old D and D rulebook or something, um, or uh, like a fantasy novel or something. So yeah, I love that stuff. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to play um, the opening track from uh, the record uh, Penance. This is uh, Tithe with the song A Single Rose. <laughs>
so that was a band Tithe. Um, we're going to play uh, Friends of the Podcast now, Grey Walls. We've played them before. Um, I've toured with the guitarist band, uh, his former band Wreck, before. Um, and yeah, this is um, this is their debut album, I guess. Um, they've released like um, a sort of EP and, and various bits and pieces before. Uh, but yeah, um, this is like a full length um you know, it's not not massively long, but you know, it's it's brilliant stuff. Uh, Self recorded, and you know, just really sort of angry, sort of hardcore. Um, yeah, they're from uh, like sort of the edge of the Black Forest in um, Germany, and yeah, just an amazing band, really. Um, we're gonna play like a really quick song called Leistung. Um and yeah, I I just thought this um, had a lot of like I think we said this when we played them before, but it's got like a lot of UK hardcore. Um, influence and kind of like a a sound of like maybe a decade or two ago you know just under the surface I, if anyone is familiar on the podcast with um the band helvis from the uk i thought this had you know um the unhinged kind of aura of that i mean do, yeah. did you get that reference pete i didn't but now you say it, yeah seriously i, I do yeah, you like know chaotic, i do kind of recognize that yeah stuff. what I, I love how it's kind of it's straight in you know it's like ride at it from the first second you know that they, they don't they're not kind of wasting any seconds on this and you know and it, and it doesn't relent it's just you know right through get it out and get it done on to the next song i like that you know it's, and, and therefore you know that does link in with your references yeah yeah absolutely um reiner uh from rec also did the artwork which is amazing like sort of you can kind of see it as a, i don't know like a skull or sort of like bones and stuff but the more you look, the more there's like more images just clouded in this kind of black ink drawing. It's absolutely brilliant. So mm. really like that. So yeah, this is off a, an album called uh, Ash. Uh, you can get this at greywalls.bandcamp.com. Uh, it's on tape and it's on um, vinyl, uh, limited edition red vinyl. Um, yeah, brilliant stuff. Um, this is Leistung. <laughs> Grey Walls. Um, I'm going to go on to play a band called Black Rainbows next. Uh, Pete, you've picked this one. Um, how did this come about? I mean, I feel like I know that name. Have they been around yeah. a while? Yes. So, um, recently, I've heard we kind of reviewed them a few times, and I was looking back, and the first time we reviewed them was in 2007. Wow. Uh, so, you know, fairly early days for our website. 
Um, and they, it, they sent us a CD. It was called Twilight in the Desert. And it was, um, you know, very kind of going to rock, you know, pure down the line, nothing else. Um, but, you know, I really enjoyed it. I, re- I remember back then. I reviewed it then and really enjoyed it. And they're still going. And yeah. they still sound pretty much the same. And I don't actually, I don't mean that as a criticism. You know, no, no. a lot of bands have kind of evolved as stone rockers, um, maybe stagnated and maybe become a dirty word. They're still there doing this and, you know, still doing it 13 years later and putting out records. So, um, and, and they've been consistent. It's not like, you know, as far as I know, they haven't had major gaps away or anything like that. They've, you know, they've put albums out routinely um, and it's still enjoyable. What, what I remember about kind of back then was, we, you know, we didn't, we, you know, we didn't have Bandcamp. We didn't, you know, there was, I mean, we didn't even have MySpace that much, right? Uh, you know, really early on. So yeah, in terms of the stuff we'd get sent, it was getting CDs through the post. Um, in terms of finding, you know, finding other bands, it'd be on forums and, you know, uh, support bands. And I don't want to go too far. I don't want to get into kind of old man talk about how, he, you know, the old days. <laughs> Things but, were different. Yeah, but the point being that I I didn't, you know, I I remember uh, we got sent three or four CDs from from Italy, uh, which is where Black Rainbow, including uh, Twilight in the Desert, and it kind of opened up the fact that they had this amazing stone rock scene back then, um, which I was completely unaware of. And uh, there were bands like El Fool, um, Alex, uh, Void Generator, Black Rainbow. So there was loads of thumb, you know, there's loads, and we got some compilation CDs. And I suppose that carries on with heavy sack, uh, heavy sack sounds. We play a lot of. Um, we played a Sonic Dawn last week. I've got another one I want to play in the next couple of weeks. Partly that's because they've um, they've pushed all their releases together because they've had to delay them because of, uh, yeah, right, of yeah. uh, vinyl pressing and things like that. But partly just because they put out so much good music and they still, even though they're kind of international label, they still support the you know the Italian uh, scene. So yeah, you know th- this is. Um, you know, kind of my taste of Moody Oasis and Stone Rock, but listening to this album still gave me a lot of joy. It still reminded me of, you know, of this band I've, I've you know, I've been aware of, of for so long, and still had, you know, so, a, you know, a song like this which really jumped out and you know made me smile and you know really brought back you know great Stone Rock memories. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it has um, some clutch energy in there. You know, like um, <laughs> you know, Pure Rock Fury era, maybe like mm. just just really sort of stomping stuff as well like really enjoyed this um yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean there's not a lot to sort of add it's, it's just really cool stone rock i mean um we often kind of say you know we've we've moved on a little bit from from this kind of genre because we've kind of maybe saturated ourselves with it over the years i mean we've been doing nine hertz for god knows how long now it's like 16 years or something and it's yeah i mean it's still got that pull for me and you um, yeah. and it's never really yeah. gone away so yeah respect Black Rainbow so like I can't believe um, a band that we re- reviewed in 2007 is still d- going and is still playing kind of this psychedelic kind of sound so yeah it's got, a, got a lot of respect for bands like this so yeah um, the album's called Cosmic Ritual Super Trip um, and it's got an amazing front cover like proper psychedelic proper 1970s font absolutely brilliant Um yeah, um, we're going to play the song Master Rocket Power Blast, so see what we think of this. <laughs>
So on this podcast, we're big fans of the band Wooden Ships. Um, I think we got sent their debut years and years ago. So we've been yeah, following their career since, yeah. haven't we? I think we saw. We did we see him at Supersonic? We did. Um, yes. Yeah. Like two thousand and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they they toured with the Heads as well. Yeah. So yeah, we 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 both got into it at the same time around then. Yeah. I think I I might have reviewed them for a Kerrang when I I briefly read wrote for Kerrang. Um, <laughs> I think it was like their first EP or something. Um, but it didn't come with a lot of description. I remember it came in a very sort of plain. Um, you know, white a white CD with just wooden ships written on it. I think I've still got it somewhere. It's probably worth something now. But anyway, the guy Ripley Johnson who sings for Wooden Ships and plays guitar, uh, he's also in Moon Duo, sort of like a, sort of a bit more uproarious kind of band. Um, did a recording project a few years ago called um, Rose City Band, and and this is um, their second album, I think. Um, and you know, th- like that, they sort of say like Thrill Jockey have, have kind of put together some press for this and said, basically, you can't really mention Rose City Band without mentioning Wooden Ships, and it's kind of like a almost like a side um, side project, I guess. But with I don't know, it's it's more it's even more chilled than Wooden Ships, if you can believe it. Um, maybe more nineteen um, seventies kind of uh, Hendrix influence or something like that. Very psychedelic, very chilled out. Um, what did you make of this one, Pete? I mean, do you think it's too close to Wooden Ships, or do you think it's got its own no. kind of charm? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I've always, I've, I do have a bit more. I, I think my kind of uh, my thoughts on Wooden Ships, they've got a bit more of a, a slightly upbeat pace than this. Uh, yeah, this definitely. Is, but, you know, this is so chilled, so flowery. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just you know. Um, that yeah, and it's separation there, and, and so you know, so be if it's if it's more music the same, just under a different name, that's you know that's fine by me. I mean, it is so like you know, we played uh, Sonic Dawn last week, you know, which yeah. was similarly you know late sixties San Francisco vibe, and this kind of makes Sonic Dawn sound like you know like Titan Blood or something like that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's unbelievably. I mean, I sent um, someone this mellow. today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sent someone this today, and it's it's like it's so relaxed it's almost horizontal it's kind of just you know so laid back and it's it's made for days like today you know it's been yeah. particularly hot in the uk today will be for a while i think and yeah it's just made for that kind of sun-soaked kind of can't be bothered kind of day so yeah i really liked it yeah. um and we're gonna play the the sort of closing track on it called wildflowers um yeah i mean thrill jockey are kind of a, an amazing label i always say like whatever they send me I kind of even if I don't click with it right away or or particularly enjoy it I always respect what they're putting out because they've got such a disparate kind of um roster um you never know what you're quite gonna get I mean um they've released the likes of kind of all the project the side projects from um Lightning Bolt and um very strange kind of folk stuff and drone stuff psych stuff and i mean this is just an example i mean this is pretty straight up kind of you know hippie kind of fair which which they do a lot of i think but then the next album could be a black metal album or um you know something like a part chimp album or something so 
yeah, just an, an amazing label, and I, I just I don't know how they kind of balance it because they they take they must take so many blind jumps with some of the stuff they put out that um, they must have just the room to kind of experiment, which is great, really. Mm. I mean, we've been playing their records for years now. Yeah, you know, reviewing them as well. So, yeah, got a lot of time for Thrill Jockey. Really interesting label. Um, so yeah, we're going to play the song Wildflowers, um, and you can get this at rosecityband.bandcamp.com, or you can get it at thrilljockeyrecords.bandcamp.com as well. <laughs>
So, um, a band that we've uh, written about and played many a time before, uh, In the Company of Serpents, have released uh, a new record. And, um, yeah, it's um, it's more of the same, like, kind of amazing, sl- sort of epic kind of sludge. Um, I mean, this, this one really, like, brought to mind Crowbar. I mean, I mentioned this to Pete a moment ago, but not sure um, if, if they've always sounded like this, but it's got that kind of wistful kind of um, epic nature about this one that I think yeah. is um, is quite impressive. Yeah, really enjoyed yeah, this. It, it, it is. It's got, it, it's, you know, it's got a beauty about it. I, I found it really, I don't think it's the most immediate chat. It's a, it's a strong album. It really is. Um, and I've, you know, because I listened to it through quite a few times because, you know, it, I really took with it. Um, this was one that kind of after a few listens, like this is, you know, this is the track. It just, it's got something about it. It's got, you know, depth to it. Um, and it, the band, the kind of, you know, you say Crowbar, the band it reminded me of actually is, uh, it just came to me today. Is a, do you know Eagle Twin? Yes. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Doom Duo. Yeah. On yeah. Southern Lord. Something about, you know, something like that about it, you know, epic doom but without you know it doesn't have to be 20 minute kind of uh, mass you know length songs it's but it's just it feels it you know it's got weight to it um love everything about it yeah um they, they seem to have gone quite sort of high on the um imagery on this one like um it's uh, it's called looks um the album um and it kind of um, plays on kind of the occult and tarot and you know totems and stuff like that so I think they've gone a little bit more spiritual than they might have done before. It's been it's been quite pastoral and quite sort of you know earthy kind of stuff before, but this is maybe thinking a bit more mystical, a bit more psychedelic. So um, they've got a really interesting looking um, vinyl edition of this. Um, you can get kind of it looks kind of very sort of um, spot gloss printed uh, gatefold stuff, black and gold spatter vinyl. Um, there's like block prints and pendants and all sorts with it so there's only 100 copies of that um there's only about 17 left so if you want that sort of um they've really gone out on this so if you want like be quick um so you go in the company of serpents.bandcamp.com uh this is off the album looks and we're going to play the song light child
So, Pete, you've picked a, uh, a band called uh, Niège Mort from France. Um, I love this. I, th- I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like, really weird and, like, again, like, maybe a bit of the occult in here as well. There's, like, some really weird imagery going on with that cover. And, again, a, a really mysterious sound to it as well. I've kind of um, picked up on one of the previous albums a few years ago. I, I, I can't remember how. Um, and, you know, found really interesting then. Then this has come out, so I kind of got notified. We may have been sent to the review as well. Um, and, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's got a black metal sound to it, but it is so kind of experimental and, uh, you know, butchered and, and basically fucked up. You know, they, they're yeah. really... Um, there's chaos in this and it doesn't always work I don't think across the album but when it does when it clicks it's just you know it sounds otherworldly and it sounds frightening yeah and this you know this is the last track on the album and found it you know and and the long well maybe not longest, but it's it's one of the longer ones and uh, I found it you know kind of real thrilling end to it you know real kind of just maintain that unpredictability and, and kind of um, the scariness about it, right? You know, all the way through through the album, and then finishing with this, just like you know, it's, it's like a wow factor for that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what what is it with bands from France? Like the last five or six years have just been horrible albums from France. I know, um, I know. Incredible. You know, you think like Plebeian Grandstand and. Uh, you know, and all of the kind of bands on Throat Ruiner and, mm-hmm. you know, um, Celeste and all these, you know, amazing kind of bands who've taken black metal, you know, into, you know, into, into different territories, you know, barely ever playing it straight up, just, you know, cutting it apart and um, making it weirder in every way they can. Uh, yeah. And definitely. it is all brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. The, the quality control is just so high. Um, yeah. You kind of wonder if there's something in the water or whether they <laughs> taught it at school or something. So, um, yeah, I mean, really interesting stuff. I love the vocals on this as well. They're like just evil. Um, so yeah, that's it's like big tick for me. Um, yeah, nothing more to say really. I mean, it, 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 prepare for just something that's thoroughly unpleasant. Really, um, this is Nage Morte. You can get this at nagemorte.bandcamp.com, uh, and we're gonna play the final song on this uh, their album. Uh, four is the title track.
So I'm afraid we're like bombarding you guys with um, some pretty extreme stuff this week. So I'm going to play a band called Chapang uh, next from Nepal. Um, absolutely amazing stuff. So Nerve Alter um, is a sort of record label in New York and they put out some pretty horrible stuff. So we, we played um, a release called Sovereignty and Rubble recently um, and, and that was that was pretty heavy stuff by the band uh, Vile Horrendous Aerial Bombardment. Um, and it's just like they love their grind. They love their kind of unpleasant noise elements and stuff like that. Uh, and this is no different. I mean, um, this is more kind of, uh, I don't want to say uh, sort of usual grindcore, but, you know, bits of it are. But then randomly they'll throw in a saxophone distorted all over it. So nothing makes sense here. Um, the album uh, titles Chatter. Uh, and it's kind of like this mental image on the front. It's kind of very sort of um, weird, almost like Meat Puppets style, like really weird abstract kind of colours and just just crazy, like <laughs> absolute crazy release. I mean, there's only um, two songs been released on the um, sort of uh, labels band camp so far, but there's 17 tracks here of just absolute craziness. Um, Colin Masson, who uh, is in uh, Kralis and... Um, uh, hold the octopus and disarrhythmia dis and gorguts and stuff like that uh, has produced this and he's bought some of his kind of like um, extreme metal kind of influencing I think um, there's guests here from um, all over the place and yeah it's just <laughs> it's just crazy I mean I can't really kind of sum it up really there's, I mean the fact just listen out for the um, the saxophone that just comes crashing in at some point um, what did you make of this one, Pete? Because I feel like I'm just talking around this. Um, no, no, it's good, it's yeah. Mad. Yeah, well, you know, it's 48 seconds it, it long. It's, it, it, it's, uh, the band I've heard before, I do like it, you know, I like it a lot. And then I'd love to hear the album. It's one of those where you stick on it, probably, you know, 17 tracks last uh, 18 minutes, and it'll kind of, you know, list to it as a whole. You know, you can pick out a single song of Grand, and sometimes it's, Sometimes that's all you need, and sometimes it's like you need that whole context of the album. I think you know, I'd look, I can't wait to hear the whole thing. Um, the, uh, the kind of from the the they're from Nepal, aren't they? But I think they kind of live in New York, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah, the just a cool band. There's a lot about you know everything about it is just as you say. It's not necessarily it. It feels kind of fairly straight up grind, but then just slightly twisted just then right at the end and you're like right god they, you know they've, they've changed it you know even in the in the, the confines of grind when you haven't got any you haven't got the time seconds. or the <laughs> yeah you haven't got the time to kind of so then it, they do it and that's there and then all of a sudden you're like right yes this is you know they, they, this isn't just another grind band uh, and yeah they've done it again yeah absolutely brilliant so i mean make of this what you will um it's it's sort of 48 seconds of mentalness to be honest so this is a song called Brahmit uh, you can get this at nervealter.bandcamp.com and the vinyl actually looks beautiful as well so if you want that be quick uh, yeah enjoy this it's uh, Chapang <laughs>
So um, after the sort of uh, pinpoint grind of that, uh, we're going to go to something that's a bit more chilled out, a bit more kind of uh, expansive. I think that's a good word for this one. So Coma Cosa from uh, Sydney, Australia. Um, this is off a split with uh, the sort of like podcast favourites, Vinium Sabathi. Um, Space-themed, psychedelic, um, drawn-out. Um, yeah, it's simple as that, really, isn't it, Pete? I mean, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. The, the band have been aware of it for a while, but, um, you know, the kind of extra exposure that will come with, you know, uh, having a split with, you know, Vinium Sabathi and, um, you know, really made me sit up. And I, I played this the other day. It's only came out. Uh, this week or in the last week um and it's you know 90 minutes long just put it on and really got it take you know it takes its time to get into it but then that's why they've got 90 minutes you know it's meant to and the the little kind of explosions of you know like of the guitar and the riffs coming in um you know make it so that you've been on that journey to get there and it feels you know that's where the kind of whole space rock imagery i think comes into it you know you feel like you're you're out there with them, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere and, and mm. um, on that journey with them. I, I love it. I, I love the artwork as well. It's kind of, you know, hand-drawn yeah. um, spaceships and, you know, above, uh, you know, like kind of Greek scene or Roman scene, whatever it is. And yeah. Just, uh, yeah, just real nice package and really um, good way to chill out to and good, you know, Good ending as well. Like you say, the contrast between a, a forty-eight second grind song and this with the twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. But then spacing out. Yeah, basically. yeah. And then you know, like this is this is the music we listen to, and you know, like the those two combined, you know, and everything in between. Uh, and that's the kind of beauty of the podcast to be able to line these up. I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, I got um, maybe like Electric Wizard um, from this as well, like maybe the longer drawn out ones where they build it up for however long it's just like it feels like a journey it feels like from yeah. point a to point b and you can just enjoy it it just feels mm. like very solid as a song like very sort of takes you out of your seat a little bit yeah really interesting yeah, so yeah. yeah i mean um they've done like really cool um vinyl editions of this as well so there's like a, a sort of uh, 180g gm sort of Sun or Deep Space called Vinyl. Um, you can get this at psychedelicsalad.com. Um, and I presume the Vin Sabathi side's as good. Um, they're part of Bad Song ever, I think. So, yeah, something like that, really. Uh, you can get this at comacosa.bandcamp.com um, uh, as, uh, as the digital edition. But um would recommend getting that vinyl if you, uh, if you dig this. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. So this is Comacosa. And the song's called Son of Hyperion.
Music from instruments that don't exist. 